tell me something. You can go anywhere. Another timeline. Another universe. So why do you want to stay and fight to save this one? Because this is the world where my mom lives. I'm not going to lose her again. Welcome to another episode of Ryan's Reviews. I'm your host, James Ryan, and on today's episode of the podcast, I'm going to be discussing The Flash from 2023. I'm also going to be discussing the other movie that I watched this week as a quick take, and that is 2022's The Batman, which I think is the best Batman movie ever made. I'll talk a little bit about why I think that. Um, there was a whole podcast in which I reviewed it. I don't know. Yeah, when it came out, because uh, I saw it, I think, opening week, and I gave my full thoughts there. But now rewatching it, I have just a couple more things I want to say about it. Uh, in terms of movie releases this week, the only big one is The Equalizer 3, starring Denzel Washington, directed by Antoine Fuqua. This movie is currently at a 75% on the tomato meter. I have not seen the second one, um, so maybe I will watch that and then see the third one eventually. But my interest level on this is pretty low. I'm pretty game for watching any movie with Denzel Washington in it. I'm just not going to go out to the theaters uh, to see the third movie in a series that with the first one, I was like, that was that was all right. I had a good time with it. But yeah, I am in no rush to go and see The Equalizer 3. But I know a lot of people are excited about it. So if you are one of those people, I hope it is enjoyable. Uh, on to quick takes. So. Rewatch the Batman, like I said in the opening just a minute ago. Uh, this remains my favorite Batman movie in large part because I think it is, um, I don't know, it feels so much like the comics do. It just feels like they really, like the year one comic, it just, this is it. Um, and that's due to the lighting, that's due to the score, that's due to Robert Pattinson's performance where he's not playing this suave James Bond-like Bruce Wayne, but playing this frail, unwell uh, version, which I really, really like. A lot of people did not um, kind of rub them the wrong way. But for when I think of Batman and when I'm thinking of like what I wanted to see on the screen, this is actually closer to it um, just because, yeah, it's a much, much darker take on the character. Christian Bale, who was my favorite Batman before Robert Pattinson, uh yeah he kind of is that suave like oh he's just this millionaire type he's like he has everything going for him whereas robert pattinson's bruce wayne is just like yeah is is clearly unstable and is clearly in need of some help but he is still going out in the middle of the night dressed as a bat and stopping crime uh yeah if you have not seen this movie i think it's the best it's probably my favorite superhero movie of all time or close. Um, you have Colin Farrell, uh, his performance as Penguin in which he had to put uh, prosthetics and all these things on his face for hours and hours. Uh, you have, let's see, who else? You have Paul Dano as the Riddler, just does an incredible, incredible job. Yeah, there's there's a lot of other people in this movie, but everybody... like everybody across the board does a fantastic job there are a few nitpicks and a few criticisms that i could get into but i'm not really interested in talking about that on today's episode uh, if you want to hear more about what i thought of the batman you can go way way back and find the episode um from a couple years back 
But uh, on to the main event, and that is The Flash, starring Ezra Miller and Michael Keaton. Uh, this is kind of based on the Flashpoint comic, which I read prior to this. And actually, I liked the Flashpoint comic quite a bit more, but I see why they went in the direction they did with this. Uh, Ezra Miller is figures out near the beginning of the movie that he is able to travel so fast that he is actually able to go into the past and change certain events. And he decides that he is going to go back and try to save his mother, which he thinks will in turn save his father, who was wrongly incarcerated for her murder. So, and he enlists the help of Batman. Um, Again, it's a throwback. If you watch the trailers, it's not really a spoiler. Michael Keaton is back as Batman. And this movie, again, it, it, it's very average. Uh, it is nothing spectacular, but I had a really good time watching it. Um, again, separating the art from the artist, kind of have to do that if you've been paying attention to the news. And Ezra Miller, a lot of people are not watching this movie or refusing to watch it because of him and what things that came out about him. And I understand that. Um, but taking putting that aside, um, I, I think... He delivers a pretty good performance as The Flash. I think he is not going to be in any movies moving forward. Um, I think a lot of people are just going to be cutting ties with him. But again, I haven't been paying attention. Maybe that maybe that has changed. I'm not sure. Um, but I, I like how they incorporated uh, I like how they incorporated Michael Keaton's character here in the original comic. It was actually like minor spoiler alert but it's in the first issue like the big big surprise is that it when the flash goes back in time and he's kind of stuck in puts himself in an alternate or parallel universe it is thomas wayne instead of bruce wayne and there are some awesome emotional moments here between um barry and his mother there's awesome emotional moments for batman and thinking about his family as well uh this is not going to be a movie if you are just somebody who just watches a lot of mainstream movies and you are not into superhero movies at all this is not one that you should see the batman that i just talked about is one that you should see um even if you're not a fan of superhero movies but this is one where yeah if if you don't like the genre this this movie is probably not going to be for you this is actually one of my favorite dc E, I think DCU movies, DCEU. I can't keep it all straight anymore. I think it's DCEU, uh, expanded universe. Uh, I think this is one of my favorites because I think Aquaman is not very good. The first Shazam, I haven't seen the second one. The first Shazam was actually all right. Um, the Zack Snyder movies were just not very good for one reason or another. Um, the Justice League four hour cut, I actually, that might be my favorite thing that Snyder has done or maybe the first half of man of steel. Um, but those movies largely just do not work. The justice league movie, uh, the original cut of the justice league is not good. Uh, the original cut of Batman vs Superman was not good. Um, yeah, just something got lost in the edit of those movies that made them just not, not as good as they could have been and actually pretty dull from time to time. Um, so the flash is actually kind of close to the top. Um, it's not as good as the original wonder woman. It's better than wonder woman, 1984, in my opinion. 
Um, I know I'm just doing a lot of comparisons. And if you haven't seen these movies, you're like, this doesn't mean anything to me. But anyway, all I'm trying to say, the point I'm trying to make is that The Flash is pretty pretty high up in terms of quality when it comes to the rest of the DCEU movies. Um, but if you're not a fan of the superhero genre, this is definitely going to be one that you are going to want to skip. So uh, that is going to do it for today's episode of Ryan's Reviews. It was kind of disjointed and rambly, but I don't have a whole lot of time to record today. So that that's going to be what it's going to be. I am going to be back next week. Uh, and next week is going to be a big fall movie preview. I am also, now that's kind of the end of summer, I'm also going to be reviewing one more summer movie. Now, just when you thought it was safe to go back in the water, the legend continues. Jaws 2, uh, 1979, I believe. Uh, this is a movie that I loved as a kid. Um, no, it wasn't as well made as the original Jaws, and it had its silly moments. But for me, this movie worked uh, when I was a kid. I remember uh, getting it from Blockbuster. I remember looking at the cover art. I remember just being so excited that there was a sequel to Jaws. And while I I haven't seen it in over 10 years, and I know it's not as good as the first one, obviously, um, I remember it being a pretty decent sequel and having a good time with it. Um, so I'm, I'm excited to revisit this one. I've seen Jaws 4 as well, Jaws 4 The Revenge with Michael Caine. That is just, I mean, it's known as one of the worst movies of all time, and it, it definitely lives up to that. I have not seen Jaws 3D ever, um, and I may have to uh, I may have to watch that at some point soon. Uh, I know it's supposed to be just as bad as Jaws: The Revenge, but anyway, next week's episode I will be talking about Jaws 2, um, a sequel that I don't know is I don't ever hear anyone talking about it, but I think it's a pretty decent sequel. All in all, um, Roy Scheider is in this one. It's got pretty it's got some of the original cast members so i'm excited to talk about it i'm excited to revisit it i'm excited to see if it is as good as i remember uh but yeah we will see but i'll be talking about that on next week's episode of ryan's reviews thank you so much for tuning into today's episode and i hope you can tune in next week for a big fall preview and jaws 2